It's show 27 of the Rim Pro Report. On today's show, we're going to chat with Chris Kelly of Data Chambers. Plus, we'll look at the most recent industry news. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Rim, Rim, Rim Pro Report, the one and only weekly broadcast for the Rim Support Services industry. Bustling with news, views, here's what I believe, and the latest updates. That's just them. The show is full of interesting information, stories, yes, important product and service reviews, yes, and a cast of industry characters included. Yes. <laughs> Record center operators, shred and destruction vendors, media and electronic vaulters, scanners and imaging providers. Take note, this show is for you. Now here's your host, Tom Adams. Well, hello and we're back and my voice is lower than LA DJs today. I got hit with a nasty cold and flu earlier in the week and, uh, you know, just feeling uh, pretty pretty uh, impressive in terms of my voice quality for radio, but my actual um, energy level is low. So, hey, here's my goal. I'm going to keep this short today. Rather than have a human in the studio with me today, I've invited the Terminator. Rumor has it, he won't catch this bug from me. I'm a cybernetic organism living tissue over a metal endoskeleton. Really? Well, I guess that should help, I suppose. But just to be sure, I won't plan on breathing on you. Excellent. Yeah. Hey, this week we're going to chat with Chris Kelly of Data Chambers. I expect many of you already know Chris. He is well known in the industry as a personality, someone who is a significant leader and contributor. Uh, He is active on the bare metal data list. He's actively involved in PRISM and many of the other associations and organizations uh, I'm going to introduce him a little more f- full, uh, a little more fully, a little bit later. But I'm really happy to have him on the show today. Chris and the team at Data Chambers are doing some really cool stuff. Uh, they they just keep growing, uh, both in the traditional industry sense, but in the emerging cloud and IT infrastructure area. My CPU is a neural net processor, a learning computer. Well, then uh, you'd like it over there at uh, Data Chambers, I'd have to say. And frankly, you know what? We like your type around here, too. And so we're we're glad to have you here. Affirmative. Hey, I'm, uh, like I said, I... I am feeling the the intensity of this cold situation, and so I, I really want to get to the industry news. There's a little bit of uh, cool stuff going on in the industry this week that I wanted to catch you up on, and just to keep the show moving forward, let's do that. Hang on a second. I'm going to see if I can find some news. Our sympathy today to Steve and Jerry Jr. Richards of Richards and Richards in Nashville. This week they lost a board member and more importantly a father and a brother. Jerry Sr. Uh, was president of Armstrong Relocation in Nashville and uh, he passed away at his desk in his office this week uh, at the end of the day. A mere five weeks from retirement. Jerry was Steve's older brother and Jerry and Steve's partner Jerry his dad. And so our sympathy and uh, our best wishes go out to the entire Richards family as they mourn uh, this loss. Lots going on uh, in their family this week and in the businesses. So uh, our, our best wishes and, 
and uh, extended sympathy to them. On another note, congratulations are in order for DAX as its punch deck open area rack decking has been granted an FM approval. This approval is the first of its kind for any rack shelving product in the material handling industry. So congratulations to Gary and the team at DAX. Hey, uh, Larry Varn, one of the industry's better known lawyers, has relocated to Pierce Atwood in its new Boston litigation expansion. Larry says he's going to continue his involvement in uh, rim-specific things. And uh, from what I know, he'd better. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> uh, Larry has been a uh, litigator in this industry a long time. And, and interestingly enough, one he's uh, having listened to a couple of his reports on some of the uh, things he's been involved in, I'm glad to hear he's still involved in the industry. Uh, Maxim uh, out of Rush City, Minnesota and USM-E of Chicago are both companies involved in the uh, electronic data protection industry. And uh, this week they both received their NAID-specific designation, uh, NAID sanitation certification this week. So that that is a, a relatively new designation in the industry and those two organizations both received that. So uh, apparently six more are pending, and it's a whole new emerging area in the NAID certification process. Access Information Management is uh, excited after receiving two distinctions. Not, they not only received a 93% overall performance rating from Dunder Bradstreet, but were also awarded status as an official U.S. GSA contractor. So uh, congratulations there to uh, uh, Rob and the team at Access Information Management. PRISM's gearing up for the annual conference in Miami this year. I know right now uh, PRISM members in the East are meeting in in Vietnam. So I'm hoping everyone is enjoying that. But I know the PRISM event is going to be great in Doral this year. Hey, uh, Terminator, you going to the event this year? That's one of my mission parameters. Well, that's that's good. Hey, in other news, the U.S. largest public hospital, the New York City Health and Hospitals Corporation, publicly admitted to losing personal data for a whopping 1.7 million people. How did this all happen? Well, a stolen media tape from their vendor's truck parked unlocked in Harlem. So uh, HHC is now suing GRM Document Management after firing them. Don't do that. Yeah, that's man, that's a that's a intense situation there. NAID's 2011 conference and expo, as we told you last week, will be held March 18th to 20th, and it continues to grow. So congratulations to them. More events coming our way in March include Arma Chicago 2011 Spring Seminar, uh, NAID's Secure Destruction Specialist Training on the 9th and 10th, and then the actual Certified Secure Destruction Special Exam held on the 18th of next month. And you know, there's a couple other things going on in the world this week, but that was the, the ones that uh, caught my attention that I thought I'd pass on to you. So, well, you know, I want to go to what we had planned for the show today, and that's to see if we can catch Chris Kelly on the line. I did uh, try this line a little earlier and had a little trouble with it, so hopefully we can get through. 
And if the line is a little weak, I apologize. Somehow getting from the West Coast to the East Coast today with phone lines it can be problematic. So I'm going to try and see if we can get Chris on the line. Just hang on there for a second. We'll be right back. Chris Kelly has helped Data Chambers build one of the largest privately owned information management operations in this industry. And under his leadership, the organization today provides uh, document storage, tape vaulting, imaging, shredding uh, to apparently more than a thousand clients. Um, Chris has a really unique take on the industry. He serves clients uh, like most people listening to the show do, uh, but he also serves the industry. Uh, he's also active in the industry association, sits on the board of NRC, and does a whole lot else. Chris, are you there? I am here. Hey, welcome to the Room Pro Report. I'm really glad to have you. Uh, I've I've been looking forward to talking to you in a while. How's life in Maybury these days? Great, man. It's just uh, we go at a different speed here, but it's all right with me. Yeah, we're good. Oh, that's great. Thanks for the invitation to do this, Tom. Oh, I'm I'm I, I'm really excited to have you on the show. And uh, so, tell me a little bit about your story. I know that um, you've been in the industry a long time, but but what was the genesis? How did you get into this business? Wow, we got to roll the clock back to eighty eighty three. Um, out of college, try to stint with. Life insurance sales. Yeah. Um, got into the trucking industry in a management training program, and uh, that didn't go so well. And then um, I ran into, uh, if you're in the prison family, you know uh, Andy Brown. Yeah. And Andy's father, Hal, uh, found me, and um, we came to work for Hal and the Brown family in 1984. Wow. And then... Um, that was the year we also opened up the records management division of our warehousing program. And uh, I've been here, well, there was a couple of stints where I ran away from home for short pockets of time, but uh, been here since 1984. Wow. So you're, you're 84, that's 20, you're almost 30 years in. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an old coot, definitely. Wow. So uh, you've been around there for a while. Tell me a little bit of the, the data chamber story. We, uh, as I mentioned, we morphed out of the public warehousing and distribution industry, uh, trying to uh, fulfill what was a very seasonal business. Uh, we had a lot of warehouse space, and it was empty for a better part of most years. And uh, how dad had heard about this records management program so we started in the box storage business yeah and then added the vaulting and then over time we uh, also added uh, microfilming and imaging and also document shredding um, originally we were just located in the winston-salem greensboro and high point markets and over the last uh, three or four years we've expanded into the Charlotte market about three years ago, and then about a year and a half ago, we expanded into the Raleigh market. So the expansion, you, you guys seem to have had just this perpetual expansion uh, over the years. What what has been the, the secret of, of your guys' success in terms of that continual expansion? I think most of it is just driven by um, customer service. If, if you take care of your customers, they kind of dictate 
where you go and what you do. And, and that's exactly why we expanded into the Charlotte and into the Raleigh was more customer demand that uh, we had some large customers that we serviced here in the Winston-Salem, Greensboro, High Point area yeah. that uh, pretty much just demanded that we open up and, and take care of them in those markets, the Charlotte and, and the Raleigh market. So I, I think uh, servicing the customers has kind of driven our expansion uh, same way of why we expanded into microfilming and why we expanded from microfilming into imaging was really nothing more than customer demand. So do you do you have a, a methodology that you're, you know, is it is it that you're just listening to what they're saying, you're out there talking to them? Do you have a, a, a program that's, that's out there such that you hear them, or is it just a real strong sense of, of a trust between you and they come and say, can you do this for us? Well, it's really uh, a mix of, of those two is just listening to them. But to, to listen to them, you really got to be in front of them. And, and we do have a pretty robust account management program. Uh, it's a whole lot uh, cheaper to, to keep a client than it is to go find one to replace the one that you ran off with, with poor service. Right. So, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're pretty dedicated to a, a pretty stringent account management program where we we divide the, uh, what now we've grown to about 1,060 clients, and, and we kind of divide those between uh, upper and, and middle management and assign those accounts to be managed by those people and have a pretty rigorous schedule of, of what each of those clients uh, get from us each month, each quarter, each year. And we, we find that that works pretty well for us in client retention. So... Uh, the the recent records division expansion that that was um, t- tell me a little bit about that you just you, you said you just grew into the Raleigh market tell tell me a little bit about that that process right we uh, about a year and a half ago uh, we were kind of pushed into the into the Raleigh market some rather large clients that we serviced in, in Charlotte and in, in Greensboro area. Uh, like I said, just kind of demanded that we, we take our show on the road over there. And it's really going to be a great market for us. It's, you know, the capital of, of North Carolina. Yeah. And got two incredible salespeople in that market. And uh, we're having a lot of fun over there. And we're also having uh, a lot of fun with a, a different arm of, of our business, which is our, our what I call our technical side. Right. Um, I kind of manage and control the traditional side. And Nick Cottian is uh, in charge of the, the technical arm. And that's a pretty exciting business as well that has been in a continual uh, state of expansion since it opened the doors in, in 2003. So tell me, tell, me a little, well, tell me a little bit more about that IT side. I know that's Nick's side of the, the potentially side of the business, but tell me a little bit more about that IT side because that, that seems to be the one that's um, now – you know, just exploding underneath you guys. Sure. Yeah, it's uh, because of the, the infrastructure that we have here. Um, I mean, our, our corporate uh, location is a, an old Western Electric 80-acre uh, campus Yeah. that has um, just an incredible main building, which is the office building, three floors, 46,000 square feet each floor. And the the bottom level is 18 feet underground. It's really bunkered. It was, it was built uh, back during the Cold War, and they manufactured chips for the ICBM missiles. 
but was built to Department of Defense standards. Right. And when we when we bought this facility in in '95, we knew we had something, but we weren't exactly sure what to do with it. And it took us a while to pull everything together, money included. But uh, in in 2003, we we did open the doors with a with a full uh, fully bunkered and very secure uh, network operations center. Uh, we offer complete hosting and co-location services, uh, the cloud-based data backup solution, uh, fully managed uh, workforce recovery setting, and then we also offer monitoring and management uh, where you can outsource your entire IT infrastructure, network, and server stuff. Really? Wow. So how, how, is, how is that part of the, the, the – that obviously is growing, but it, how, how is that – aligned uh, with the growth on the records traditional side of the business? Is it growing exponentially faster just because of the nature of the, the beast right now? or, or is that... I mean, from a, from a real estate standpoint, I mean, we, we did add uh, over 20,000 square feet. Uh, we call it Data Center 2. Uh, we, just last summer, we opened uh, our second data center here. So now we've got over 40,000 square feet of, of a data center. So from a a brick and mortar standpoint, the growth has not been nearly as explosive as on the record side. Right. Um, but from a, a dollars and cents standpoint, uh, there's no comparison. I mean, they have uh, basically matched us on that tech side in revenue in um, basically seven years, and, and it took us, you know, almost thirty to do. Wow. So, um, yeah, there it's been real exciting to watch uh, the momentum that they've got. It's a good time because the cloud is one of uh, probably the least understood and, and most overused, but yet one of the best businesses to be in right now. So uh, you guys, you know, you talk about having 1,060 clients. I'm assuming those are traditional record center clients, or, or but you do a lot of work within the, the traditional record center industry supporting uh, companies within that space or within the space of people that are typically listening to the show. Tell me a little bit more about those specific services. Yeah, we've got um, support and, and partnerships uh, really on both the traditional and on the technical side. On the technical side, um, we do everything from work through a lot of uh, PRISM and NAID members, actually, that uh, are in our reseller and and or agent program for some of those cloud services, e-backup, email management, that type of thing, those, those more technical opportunities. And then on the traditional side, uh, about, I guess, seven years ago, we started selling an imaging partnership program, uh, again, because we have the technical ability here to where we're the back-end repository. But right. On the front end, some of the smaller independent commercial record centers were, were wanting some assistance in offering a service bureau environment to do document scanning for their clients. So we put together a, a partner package that includes the hardware, the software, the training, uh, the proposal package, the sales training, and then, of course, there's the back-end image repository. And uh, We've had a lot of fun with that imaging partnership and, and have sold that partnership package uh, 32 times to date. And it's, uh, like I said, we're having a lot of fun with that. 
So that that what what happens then is, uh, say, a small record center will come and basically get a complete imaging program out of the box from you guys. That is correct. Oh, that's cool. And but but the advantage, as you said, is your back end. The, the 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 technical infrastructure you guys have built allows them to to not even have to worry about that side of it it's it's a completely um, you know plug and play package it sounds like right exactly oh that's cool so um, I also I mean you mentioned you're doing hosting and co-location are you doing that kind of stuff for record centers as well we do um, now I would tell you that that is a small percentage of, of what we do hosting and co-location Okay. But uh, we definitely offer that to record centers, but then we also give them the ability to resell that as a reseller or as, as an agent of Data Chain. Oh, okay. Wow, that's great. Um, so you, you, you have this, I, I think, somewhat unique perspective on the industry, both from your history in it, from your uh, positioning as running a traditional uh rim service business as well as this connection to uh working with companies in the industry on the it technical side uh if if you had a crystal ball where's this thing all going not just with with, not just with your company but where's this industry going where where's where do you see it heading i see it heading more from a um a brick and mortar standpoint to a, a more technical more cloud-oriented uh, industry. It's going to take a long time to get there, and there's a lot of money to be made between where we are today and, and where it's going. But each piece of our, our business is is morphing into something different. Really? And it, it's a challenge to stay in tune with, uh, again, doing what we've always done, which is trying to meet our customers' demands. And that's a challenge when you've got 1,050 clients and what their needs are and their perception of what they need is, is all very different. Um, it, it's quite a challenge to know what your next move, what your next investment, what your next endeavor, what your next market uh, should be. So it, it's, uh, it's quite a challenge to stay in front of. But obviously the, the whole evolution towards uh, cloud, as you said, um, you, you said that most people don't understand cloud. How, how would you define it in a way that, that, you know, that you guys sell from? Like, it's just the outsourcing of uh, the IT infrastructure to where you can take advantage of it, but you don't have the burden of managing it and dealing with the day-to-day hassles of managing it. Okay. And, and that's just, you know, that's uh, dumbed down for me to understand, which, me, you know, it has to be dumbed down. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it, the box industry is, I mean, there's going to be paper for a very long time. Yeah. Um, but we're beginning to see some number, and whether it's uh, a, a, an even box being destroyed for every box received, or whether it's 1.25 boxes being destroyed for every box received, but the, the nature of the box business is changing. Yeah. The nature of the, the vault, the tape vaulting business is changing. It's becoming more um, more static, more archival. Um, and the nature of, of the imaging world is changing, where it's shifting more from a back file type environment to a, a day forward and almost uh, to the point where it's total back-end management, where 
it's a total ECM, uh, you know, the electronic content management where the, the, the information never hits paper. Right. It just lives completely in electronic format, which uh, seems to say that you guys had a crystal ball maybe a f- quite a few years ago and knew this was coming because to, to me... I, I, yeah, I just uh, I, I just hooked, hooked my cart to a good pony and, and I'm having a fun <laughs> ride. So you you do a lot of industry events. You're involved in the you know you're involved in bare metal and Prism and and NRC and somewhere along the line, some uh, fairly young entrepreneurial type walks up to you and says, "I want to jump into this industry." What what will you tell that person? Um, well, I think make sure you got your your wallet handy and that it's fairly loaded because jumping into the technical side of this is very capital intensive, um, and I would also say to, to partner with somebody that uh, that knew what they were doing, and also to um, one of the first hires they ought to make is a very sound uh, IT individual that can help chart some of the waters uh, because there is a, a ton to deal with when you're talking about the whole technical side. You know the power distribution, the the HVAC, and the climate control necessary is just it's mind-boggling. Yeah, and that's why I'm glad I'm on the dumb side or the traditional side of the house, and I let Nick deal with all that intellectual stuff. But but it sounds to me like the uh, that that your side of the house is doing pretty good, anyways. So we're having fun. Yeah, that's and, cool. And I, again, I contend as long as you take care of the clients and, and you dance with the one that that uh, brung you, so to speak. Um, the money stuff takes care of itself. So uh, if you could go back and talk to that young Chris Kelly that back in 84 who stepped into this world, uh, if you could go back and give him some advice about what to, you know, how to, how to best uh, maneuver, manage, uh, engage success in this industry, what would you tell him? To get more involved with the, with the people in the business uh, to get more involved in the prisms, in the nade, in the aims, in the armas. If, if I had gotten more heavily involved earlier, um, I could have really been a contender by now. Um, but, you know, I, and it wasn't on purpose that I, I did not get more heavily involved. I was just kind of a, a fringe. Uh, and, and I think there's a period of time where you have to be a sponge. Yeah. But I think if I had just dug my heels in and, and, um, and gotten more involved earlier, it would have paid dividends, uh, not only for, for me, but for, for the company. And, and the growth would have happened uh, even faster than it has. Well, I, I think that was a humble, uh, a humble response because you are uh, obviously coming into your own um, in a significant way as someone that... that uh, significantly contributes now and I, and I think has the ear of many people in the industry because you have such a, a cool perspective on things. Um, so, um, you know, I, I, I appreciate the fact that you were a sponge for a, a number of years because it's, it's obviously coming back and, and providing huge value to a whole lot of other people. So thank you. Hey, uh, I like to ask sort of some off the wall, random questions, um, just to people I talk to just, you know, just for fun, but as well, long as you're okay with off the wall random answers, love them. Hey, what's your perfect vehicle? If if Chris Kelly had a perfect vehicle, what would it be? Wow, perfect vehicle. Yeah, 
And I just, uh, I was lucky enough to rent a, uh, an Escalade here about uh, a month ago, and now I'm fixated on the thing, man. Oh, yeah? Okay. It, that, that thing is sharp. Yeah, that's a nice so one. That would be my, my quick and off-the-wall answer. If you hadn't jumped into the records and information management and related profession, it, is there any other one you would have liked to attempt? Uh, yeah, I, w- I would have loved to have been uh, uh, Tiger Woods. A professional golfer. Uh, okay. <laughs> Great answer. Uh, if you could have lunch with one person you've never met yet but greatly admire, who would it be? Wow, I would love to sit down and have a conversation with Rush Limbaugh. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and you know how there, you know, many of us, especially as we, uh, we, we move through midlife, have this bucket list of things we still want to accomplish in our lifetime. What is your current priority on that list? Um, to play Pebble Beach. Play Pebble Beach. Wow. Wow. So apparently you're playing Doral this coming year. Have you played Doral before? I have. Oh, okay. So Pebble Beach is the big one. That 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 would be uh, that would be a treat. Very cool. Hey Chris, it's been a it's been a real pleasure. I um, I appreciate the work you've done, the work you continue to do, and uh, have been cheering for your success at uh, at Data Chambers. And um, you know, look look forward to continuing to hear the amazing stories of what you guys are doing over there. Thank you for your time, Tom. It was fun. It's been great. Thanks. Well, that's another wrap for the week. Thanks for being with us. I especially want to thank Chris for taking the time to be on the show today. Sorry for that line. It uh, it was a little rougher than I expected, and ho- hopefully you were able to hear that conversation, but I am grateful to Chris. And we're going to try and work out a better line with AT&T next week. I, uh, I can't believe some days how difficult it is to to kind of get lines that work in, in, in a world that lives on telephone lines. It's surprising sometimes how bad those lines can be. I need a vacation. Yeah, well, we're back, so no vacations for us for a while. Again, thanks for being with us today. Thanks to the Terminator. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us on the Rim Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com where you can find show archives and a whole lot more. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Incorporated. Join us again soon.